0: Good adventures, everybody. I'm Melissa Bonzak, and welcome to episode 106 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with authors you should be reading. It is Thursday, November 4th, 2021, and I got a great show for you today, so let's get right to it. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome Collings McCray, who is the author of the Kindle Vela, The Ruin of the Watcher, plus others that we'll talk about shortly. But we're going to start with the Ruin of the Watchers show. So welcome, Collings.
1: Hey, glad to be here. I Thanks am so welcome.
0: glad. I'm sorry. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I really enjoyed reading your, your Kindle Vella. And before we talk about that, let's talk about what Kindle Vela is. If you could just explain briefly to the listeners.
1: Kindle Vela is Amazon's um, rendition of episodic reading. Um, globally, Episodic reading is the most popular way to read now, and that's particularly true in the Asian countries and in the in the UK Commonwealth and in Europe. Uh, but the US still reads novels, and they they're they're moving towards Kindle, and they're reading e, e novels, but they still are very much looking at novel reading or full time reading. But the the Netflixian um, of the community of all of the entertainment community is sort of pushing us towards this episodic um, TV series, one thing at a time um, in short bursts. And so Amazon is trying to get into that and their rendition of it is called Vela, and it is under the Kindle name, um, but tragically at this point, uh, it isn't even, you, you can't read it on, uh, your Kindle. You have to go into a Vela um, app and you can go in through the, the regular browser. So it's, it's still in beta. So while there's going to be some, you know, negative things that I might say about it, uh, it is in beta. It's marked as a beta and they're trying to work through some of these. And we've seen some changes as authors. Um, I was launched on the first day and um, it has changed. So it's moving moving to the to the positive for both readers and for, for authors.
0: Yeah, most definitely, slowly, but but it is moving. And if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you can read the vellas on the app, on your Kindle app, or you can go to Amazon.com uh, slash Kindle Vela, and I will put links in the show notes and you can read on your browser. And I hear people say, well, I don't wanna read on my browser, but, you read stories on your browser and you read Facebook posts on your browser. So why is that so different to read six or 700 words, which is two or three pages on your browser?
1: Exactly, and it gives you so many different options to read. One of the things that I have found as a reader, I'm a voracious reader, and I'm reading a number of these Bella stories, is that the, the whole idea that you're sort of in a TV series format and you have little mini cliffhangers at the end of an episode, and it it the narration is different than in a novel form, and it's a lot of fun, and it's something that I think readers will recognize when they take when they give it the chance, and they get in there and start to read that way. I think they'll find that they like the idea that they can sit in the uh, line while they're picking their kid up at school, and they can read one or two episodes, hopefully, no more than that, depending on their line. But um, it, it's really gives you some flexibility, and you can read so much more easily. So I think there's a lot of positive things about it. There's a reason why it's the most popular way to read globally.
0: Yeah, and we're, we're a little slow catching up to that. Yeah. Definitely. And but yeah, I, I like the idea of um, short chapters anyway, when I read books. And I really have embraced reading on, on this Vela app. And uh, I've I, I found so many great stories and there's so much out there. I've seen children's stories and paranormal and romance and just every genre that you can think of. If you, there, there's a little search box. When you go to the Kindle app on your phone or the computer, there's a little search button box that'll say search inside Kindle Vela. And you can do that, or you can click on a story and see what uh, tags are highlighted and click on those to find more stories in the kind of genre that you like. So it's easy, it's easy-ish to navigate around and find things.
1: Uh, No, I agree with that. I think it's just a matter of doing something that's relatively new for the American reader. And they, they just, they do it once. And, you know, the first few weeks, my readers were like, I don't know, this seems hard to do and then all of the ones that have been reading are expanding to other stories they really like it they're very excited about it so i think it's just a new thing and like lots of new things we hesitate and um decide that you know it's going to be hard and i i don't think it is and i think that amazon is going to continue to make it easier um by making it easier to find the books that you are looking for on they're they're easier now they're changing a lot of the search features already and the tag features the hashtag features which uh, anybody that's familiar with social media is very familiar with will let you get to a, a sub sub genre that you're looking for so i think that that, that really helps or you can go onto amazon.com, just like you were going to buy a book. And you can put the name and the author and it will come up in amazon.com as well.
0: Yeah. And it has a very distinctive look, the cover for the Vela. Uh, It's a picture with, um, I should have had one, well, I should have grabbed my iPad to pull up and show, but it's a, it's uh... (laughs) a. I don't know quite how to describe it. Uh, But I'll have some links in the show notes if you're curious, uh, especially for uh, this Vella that we're going to be talking about today. Now, you have been done really well. You've ranked high. And the the Kindle Vella, what you do is you read an episode, and then when you get to the bottom, there's a thumbs up you can give the episode, and you can follow the author. And then once a week on Sundays, they let you fave your favorite cereal. And it'll say who would you like to to fave this week and it will show you all the serials that you follow and you can scroll through those and find the one that you like the most and you can fave that one and the, the the stories that get the most faves end up in the top 250 and you have stayed consistently i looked a little while ago and you were like number 56 so that's that's really says a lot about the story itself
1: well i appreciate that it, it is um again, worldwide uh, romance and paranormal and fantasy are, are very, very popular genres. And the story that I launched and develop with is a gritty. And you know what I mean by that, as opposed to, um, murder, she wrote cozy mysteries with, you know, magical cats. This is a gritty detective story. And it has a lot of relationship depth in it because the the, the main character, the main detective is um, has Asperger's syndrome and it, it, a lot of the stories. And now there are three uh, being published or in process. They revolve around the way that he interacts with the main people in his life. And one of the reasons why I picked that type of character is because I wanted to show the organic, not token, but organic uh, neurodiverse character. This is what it looks like in real life. And this is the kind of thing that happens. And so his marital relationship is very important, but so is his relationship with his uh, partner. So that plays very heavily, again, a little against market for a gritty detective story. Um, And luckily, people have liked it. Uh, so I'm, I've been very fortunate in um, the way that people have reacted to it. It's, it's always comforting. <laughs> when you put something out there, as you, you know, as an author, it's like, I've got my heart out here. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it says Please don't stomp on
0: it. Please love me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what I really what drew me to the story was how three dimensional the characters were all the characters and yes it's a horrible crime people i'm I'm warning you but that's okay read it anyway because uh because you want to be with this detective as they work to solve this case and you have for this first one it was 20 episodes
1: yes which is relatively short um again kind of fallen into that detective genre which are not normally heavy books lengthwise and you get to the story pretty quickly, and um, it—I think it—it it moves fast for for a novel.
0: It does, and and that's that's one of the great parts of the uh, episodes, and they're called episodes instead of chapters. That's one of the good things about Vela is that you can, like you said, you can sit down at the bus stop, you can read a whole episode. You feel like you've gotten a good chunk of story. You don't feel like you've been shortchanged. It's perfect. Uh, I read a lot of episodes while I'm waiting for my tea to microwave, and it, it heats for two minutes. So in those two minutes, I can read most of an episode, and then while I'm finishing making my tea, I'll finish reading, and then I feel like I've I've gotten some reading in it, and it feels great, and and I had really gotten to the point where I hadn't been reading as much just because I keep picking up a book, and I'm trying to read Jules Verne right now, and I love Jules Verne, I'm rereading the stories, but every time I pick up that massive, I stupidly got... <laughs> All of his stories in one book and the print is so small and every time I pick it up I think oh it's so long and I I may go back and and just buy each book individually and just give this this stick this large one in one of the um, little mini free libraries that I see around the park uh, for someone else who who is okay with with sitting down with something that big but my chunks of time are very small and as a writer you know i think you probably have the same thing where you don't have a lot of time to and and we need to read reading is part of our job description
1: it is it is it's 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 really critical and one of the and that really leads into one of the fun things about bella as a reader and as a writer bella has taught me a new way to think about reading and writing and i i never understood um really how you could translate an a TV episode into a a writing experience. And that's what you really have here, you you have to have a a beginning, a middle and an end of some kind in each episode. And it depends on the story, of course, Um, since I was deep in the relationships, and I felt they were critical to the rest of the series. I gave away almost 10,000 words in the free episodes, which we really haven't referred to, but one of the great things that Amazon is doing in order to get people comfortable with the new platform is they're giving away the first three episodes of every serial completely without tokens for free. You can just go at any time and you can read them. And in addition, they're giving you 200 free tokens tokens are used to buy like money the rest of the episodes that have a cost associated with them so that would be episode four and beyond would would have some sort of a cost most of the time because they are short episodes we're just talking about pennies Um, and they give bundles of tokens at prices like a dollar 99 so you can go into your amazon account and it's, that is very easy. You go up to that Vela page. It says, get your free tokens, you get them. And then you go right back and it's a single click. And it says, I want to buy, you know, hundred or a dollar 99 worth of tokens. And it's, it's just like, bam, it goes on your Amazon account. If you're like me, you have an Amazon account. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. So that part has been fairly easy and it gives you a, a chance to try out a new writer, which is fun
0: yeah deal. and then uh don't forget to keep as you're scrolling it, when you get near the bottom there will be author notes they're not a lot of times serials will let uh readers highlight uh passages and discuss what they liked or didn't like and a lot of i know a lot of writers use wattpad to um crowdsource edit their books uh which which i guess works great i i have never done that but um they don't on amazon does not let the people communicate with you and they don't let you put any links to lead anyone outside so how are authors then keeping or finding ways to communicate with the readers
1: it it is a little more of a challenge and it's something that the authors are talking to amazon about uh, and have been talking to amazon about um you're right on wattpad and and even on a couple of the other episodic platforms I think there's one called radish I think there's one called inked um and I know there are others um I like you am not completely familiar I've I've never written that way um we know that a lot of wattpad um writing started as fan fiction and people would feel the creative urge after they saw something or read something that they loved. the characters that got into their hearts and they and the book was done. So they would go to Wattpad and they would write more stories for themselves to read. And, and that's such an exciting thought. And it's something that I hope we find a way to get in Bella. Um, but we can do it. And it's not that hard. And I'm trying to encourage my readers. At the, in the author notes, I put, you know, every social media handle I have, and I say, please come and talk to me, come and tell me what you think. And you can actually change fellow stories all the time. So once it's published, it can still be edited. It can still be changed. So there's some, some other authors. I haven't done it. I've, I I didn't make a change based on a reader. I added a thousand words to a free episode.
0: Oh, Um, I need to go back and reread. Make sure you tell me before we leave.
1: (laughs) I will tell you because um, she said, "Lisa, I really think it would be good if you explained this part a little bit better." And I said, "Okay." So I went back and I I wrote an additional thousand words, and she looked at it as a beta reader, and um, and I added it, and 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 they got a notice that said. You know there's a change so if you came in after the change you should be getting a notice now i have heard some conflicting information about that but my reader got a notice i also went out on my social media and said hey if you guys are interested you know we've made a change to this it wasn't the kind of change in a thriller or a mystery that would have made a difference to the storyline in particular It was really, it had to do with the depth of those relationships. She was very much into that and she wanted part of relationship explained a little bit more deeply. So I think it made it better. So I'm excited about the idea that readers will give you feedback. And I know my Wattpad author friends are the same way. They're, they're like, I'm really going to miss that. So use the social media handles talk to them on social media these the authors i know would love to hear from the readers
0: oh that's fantastic yeah and readers don't forget you can also add reviews to the kindle vellas they're um i remember trying to figure out how to do it i had some issues trying to can you explain how you can add a review
1: yes i can um uh, i had to work through it too um you you must have purchased from Amazon, that is one of Amazon's review rules, even for a computer or or a light. You have to have purchased something and you have to purchased over $50. So right out of the box, um, the Vela's are far, far less than that. So if you are, I, I think my 20, uh, my 50,000 word um, first in the series, costs i think a dollar 43 if you purchase it um, if you go all the way through and that's in token that's in token um, language so and it could even be less depending on how you used your free tokens and how you purchase the bundles because you can get better prices on bigger bundles but the most expensive the most you could pay for mine is a dollar 43 for the whole novel so um, it's it's very inexpensive to read and you have to have purchased fifty dollars or more but when you have you go into your um, amazon.com account and you there's a right at the top there is a a a header that says different important things one of them says your account but there's also a place that says buy again And you can get to these purchases in different ways. You can get under my orders, under your account, you can get off of the the left margin. You can get there off of this header line. You can get there. So you have to get to where you purchased the episode on that particular story. That Vela story, when they're listed, it will also list your other orders say if I bought a puzzle for my granddaughter. So I will see the puzzle there. I'll see, um, and, and I'll see other things I purchased. And then I'll see the Vela and you'll see the cover of the Vela. And it will give you a little click beside it that says review this. And you click on it and you can review it. You do have to mess a little bit to find the place that's most comfortable for you, but it's in, in the architecture of the website, it's under my orders.
0: Oh, that's fantastic, thank you. That really, really helps. Uh, if I think of it, I'll put that in the show notes, but if I don't, you've just heard it, so <laughs> you'll be okay. And uh, uh, so the, seri- the serial is called The Ruin of the Watcher, and you have an autistic detective. Tell us just a little teeny bit about this this lead detective that is, is in this story.
1: He um, He's Welsh. And um, if you, if you have very many writer friends, you'll, you'll hear them say, well, you know, he, I didn't, I didn't make him Welsh. she was Welsh when he showed up. So he, I didn't plan for him to be Welsh. I have no Welsh background. (laughs) I probably have some Welsh blood somewhere. I've no Welsh background, have no idea how to speak Welsh, but, but Fox is the name of the main character and that's a nickname and he's Welsh. So, he came over to go to school at the Ohio State University, and he went to undergrad there. and And he is an exceptionally intelligent guy. He has Asperger syndrome, which is a um, it, it's variant. It varies in its functionality. You can have Asperger's and be less functional, um, or more functional. His IQ helps him in in a lot of ways, and um, so he. Did extremely well in his education, and you see a lot of people making fun of him for being the most overeducated Palm Beach County detective that was ever born, Um, but he started off by going to medical school and he went to medical school in Columbus at at the Ohio State University, and then he um, he got mad when his wife got pregnant and uh, who he adores but he didn't want her to be pregnant that early in his career. And so he threw a fit and sat around and eventually went to law school at Ohio State and ended up in in Boston, uh, in a big law firm in Boston, uh, Massachusetts. And that's where the story really takes place. But there's some backstory, which I beg the reader to, to, to be patient with me. And I'd love to hear some feedback on the backstory because his relationship with his wife is critical to his existence and they have a wonderful relationship. I think anybody would like it, but his autism plays into it. And you see where he behaves inappropriately, um, particularly with his wife, because he relies on her so heavily. But he also behaves inappropriately with virtually everybody else in his life because he will he will go off on one of his tangents. Um, and he knows, he, of course, that he's very smart. So not only does the autism play a role, but he's an elite, he's an intellectual elitist. So he gets a little bit um, pushy that way. He also is a, a very, very handsome man. And, and, and his wife, Grace, talks quite a bit about his looks and he uses them in an interesting way with his autism. Because he, of course, knows he's very good looking and he's in America, he has an accent, and he will use his looks and his charm um, to kind of pull people away from the issues he has with social interaction. So he he has built up a what what in the neurodiverse community we call compensatory behaviors, where he's learning how to compensate for his social awkwardness by using the tools that he has. And in particular, he'll use his looks. It's not in a um, inappropriate way in terms of his relationships. It's more the throwing charm and smiling big and talking with a British accent, which we all love over here. So um, it it plays into his good behavior and it plays into his bad behavior and he has both. Um, and
0: it, it makes an interesting relationship with his partner, Tick. Yes also and uh, just really quick um tell everybody who tick is
1: well john ticker tickman is the is a sergeant that was assigned to fox when everybody else kind of said i don't want near the guy he's he's dangerous i don't want to be around tick is he grew up in in a very bad area of west palm beach and he he took a great uh part in raising his younger brother who is very intelligent and ended up, um, in aeronautical engineering and is in the, is works for NASA. And so tick, um, spent a lot of time, uh, raising Jackson, um, with the help of his mother, his mother's in this story, but she had, she was working. And so it's, a a, a functional family relationship, but one that dealt with a lot of poverty and, and living in a bad section of West Palm beach. So that makes him a little bit he he has some ptsd if you will from being hyper vigilant about the dangers in the town where he was raising his raising his brother and then he um got him off to school and was able to start his own life and he, the his hyper vigilance his paternalistic uh, characteristics Really play into the relationship with Fox. He can tolerate things that Fox does in a way that a lot of other detectives and cops probably wouldn't have much time for. And it makes for bromance, really. It's just a growing bromance, and it's an interesting um, play back and forth. And he plays his con. He plays Fox's conscience in a way that. Um, goes beyond what Grace is able to do as his wife.
0: Yeah, I noticed that. I, I like that he could get away with things I think that Grace wouldn't be able to get away with and, and vice versa. You know, and, and, and all of that background really just makes for such a rich story. And, and like I said at the beginning, all the characters are very three dimensional everybody felt so three-dimensional now read it just really quick before we run out of time read just a couple paragraphs or just a small snippet just to give people a taste for this vela called the ruin of the watcher
1: i am going to start in episode three because it has all the main characters in it and it's a, a fairly active scene so this is uh noon the second day we start off with the crime and we count down from the crime and each one of the episodes is is named by the, the day and the time of the day. So you can kind of see the commitment that Tick and Fox are making to working this crime out. So this is noon the second day. Grace, who is Fox's wife, is waiting at the elevators to greet her husband and Tick on the fifth floor of Jupiter Jupiter Medical Center. The partners have come to see the last victim of the assaults they're investigating. Well, it's not the latest and it's not the last. The last child is a dead child and was found this morning very near to the Argyle home. Grace stiffens her back as the doors to the elevator open. Fox glides to his wife and kisses her. Morning, love, he smiles wanly. Not a good morning, though. No, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry, Tick. It's it's just so hard every time. Tick to shrugs, frowning. Grace motions to Stella, the head nurse that works the floor. Stella is standing at the nurse's station, glaring at the men that have just walked in. The hallways are clear, except for the uniforms that are standing by the boys door. Stella points to the detectives. Gentlemen, I want you to note the situation on this floor. It is my floor, can change at any moment without notice. She speaks sternly like a fifth grade teacher. Fox shakes, can we go in? And he motions through the glass wall to the small figure in the hospital bed. The group turns to the slight boy lying inside the room, lines and tubes crossing him like a net. An endotracheal tube stretches the small child's mouth open at an odd angle, and the swoosh, swoosh, swoosh of the ventilator breaks the silence. Damn, thinks Tick. Shit, this little guy is so tiny. What kind of twisted person does this? Who are you? Stomping up to the door, Stella stands across it like a barricade. He's still on propofol, she says, he can't talk. Fox pushes past Stella, his hand patting her on the shoulder as he strides deep into the cool, brightly lit hospital room. Yes, yes, it doesn't matter. Is his chart here? Stella throws her hip to the left and sets her elbow akimbo. Her eyes are blazing. Do you have a release? She's challenging him. Tick groans. Fox twitches so slightly, flash, and it's gone. His face writes itself into a compassionate mask. Tick moves over to Stella and puts his hand on her arm. Yeah, we have the release. It's in the chart, right? Stella shakes off the hand and moves back to the outside door and gets the medical computer cart, her sturdy clogs thumping on the no collar the no colour linoleum of the hospital floor. Fox moves around the young boy's bed, checking the lines in his meds, then looking closely at his smooth forehead with its black spiral curls. Fox leans towards to inspect the child's stick thin arms, not touching him. He examines the boy's hands, which are too large for his body. This one's a puppy. He's sweet and floppy. Stell slips in behind them, wheeling the computer stand. She puts a foot on the bottom and shoves rolling it at Fox. Tick holds his breath as Fox stiffens and pauses for the briefest moment. Fox moves towards Stella, puts his hands around her face and leans in. Stella, pet, do you think I want to hurt this boar more? That I'm his enemy? Fox speaks so softly that Tick struggles to follow over the swishing bent and the swish of the automatic dispenser, which is pushing drugs into the small form on the bed. Stella squeezes her eyes shut as Fox continues. I know he's yours to protect Stell. I don't want him hurt anymore either. Let's keep this menace straight, right? Fox's forehead is almost touching Stell's. His tone is quiet, but his words are demand. A tear rolls down Stell's face. Fox wipes her face with his thumb and hugs her tight. The two stand there for a minute as Tick works to keep his mouth closed. While they break apart, Pat Stella is patting Fox's face and moves to the bed. Grace stands in silence, watching her husband and her friend. Tick is always surprised when people don't know they're being managed or when they don't care. Stella walks over to the bed here. I showed his physicians, but you need to see this too. Stella lifts up the boy's arm, revealing a metallic patch, a tiny spot in his still hairless underarm. This particular little sparkle thing right here. It's peculiar. It's embedded right here. Fox peers at the pin sized shiny spot. Wasn't he x-rayed? Well, says Stella, maybe not in his armpit. Yes. Well, indeed. Fox's go to comment when he's disappointed. Let's get that order, shall we? Yes, Dr. Argyll, Stella smiles. I'm not sure when to stop reading. That's OK. That's
0: OK. That's good. That's a good amount. Uh, get everybody interested and wanting to uh, go grab a copy of this. And we will have links in the show notes to the Vela, The Ruin of the Watcher by Collings McRae. And uh, do you have anything else out right now uh, on regular Amazon or anything like that?
1: I don't on regular Amazon. I have the second story is in process on Vela. Now, The Ruin of the Watcher is complete. You can read the whole thing um, in one binge if you'd like to, and I would love that. Um, Thumbs up all the way, right? Um, But The Sweater Case is the second in the series, and it is in process. And it now, I think the, well, I know the sixth episode is publishing today, and it will have about 25 episodes. So it's not quite halfway through. And just to give you a little hint, Tick is in the frame on the sweater case. So Tick gets pulled in big on the sweater case and it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's more complex a crime by far than The Ruin of the Watcher. So it's a lot of fun to write and I think it's gonna be fun to read. I've gotten some good feedback on it from my my main readers and they're excited about it. So I have well, to I'm that. excited.
0: I, I've been reading it too, and I'm, ex- I'm behind a little bit. So I'm, I'm wondering, is there a way to download episodes or do you have to read them live?
1: No, you can download them, which is kind of cool. Um, and if you um, have any changes, they will download the next time you refresh too, which um, is, is nice. So you don't miss any new episodes. If you give it a follow... Um, you'll get a notice that says a new episode of the story you're following has just been published. So you get notices on your Kindle and you can go in, of course, to your Kindle app or go into Amazon and, and check out the number of episodes. You can go back and forth. Um, I've found as a reader that I love having them downloaded because I do read in short spurts when I'm sitting in line and then I'll go back and read the one before it, um, so that i'm sure that i'm i've got the narrative flow going so i love the idea that i can go back and forth just like in a book and and it's very easy to read
0: yeah that is nice when when you open the story it'll show you all the chapters that you've unlocked and you can reread any of them as many times as you like uh which is good because i have gone back to reread some because i've read everything i'm like well i've read everything i'll just read it again <laughs> and uh <laughs> So sometimes I do that. So where can people find you on social media?
1: Well, I am at Collings underscore McRae on Instagram. I am at Collings McRae author on Facebook. And I'm at Collings McRae on um, Twitter, which I, I'm on all of them every day. So whichever your favorite poison is. Um, if you happen to read some of these free episodes, especially, um, go in and check out these authors, almost all of them, including you, um, are going to have, uh, social media handles in the author notes. And it you, this can be a real interactive experience, I think it just could be a lot of fun. If you ever thought, boy, would I have liked to talk to James Patterson about something he wrote, um, And you, you know, you don't live in West Palm Beach where James Patterson lives and you don't run into him at Publix, you can go into their social media uh, for these authors and give them, uh, they, they really are encouraging that they would love to hear from you. So I hope your listeners do that and, and dig in. It'd be a lot of fun. Have an interactive reading experience.
0: Oh, truly, truly. Yes, please go and give thumbs up and tell the authors that that you love them. Authors live on praise. I mean, it's how we get up out of bed every day because we know that possibly a writer will call us or contact us and tell us how wonderful we are, which, you know, as a creative person, you kind of need that feedback. I think we don't live in vacuums. You know, you want to see what the world thinks of what you've created.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just, it it's so much, it's so encouraging, but I would also encourage you to give some constructive feedback if you'd like and say, you know, I, I noticed, you know, that you didn't have a period in episode three or it, it you know, I'd love for them to focus on the positive and get into the story. And, uh, but we're, we would really just like to hear from you. So most you know,
0: definitely start your comment with, Something positive, and then you can you can slip in where we misspelled things or mix missed uh, missed periods and things like that. Because yeah, we do want to know that we want to fix it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And a,
0: a lot of these writers I'm I'm seeing are not paying for editors. They're writing and they're almost writing every day. Sometimes some of the stories are are put out every day. Yours is put out once a week.
1: That week, yeah. Okay, and that, yeah, and. and
0: yeah a lot a lot or twice a week it just depends on the story and it should say it in the in in the author notes so thank you so much for coming on today i will have links to the ruin of the watcher on kindle vella and all of her social media links will be in the show notes so you can drop down there and check those out and thank you so much
1: Oh, I've just appreciated this so much. Thank you very much. I, I, I hope your readers have fun with Bella. Go in and check it out.
0: Oh, most definitely. Definitely go check it out, people. Everything we talked about will be down in the show notes. If you would like to comment, you can click on that word comment. It will take you over to the YouTube page. If you're not there already, and you can leave a comment. You can also find me on books underscore cubed on Instagram. And that's our last interview for 2021. We have a long list of authors who would like to be on writing prompt shows, and we're trying to coordinate some, but with the holidays coming up, it just might be impossible. So we will be back in January of 2022 with more great shows for you. And in the meantime, go read or write a good book.